Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 70 energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, and energetic business mentor. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. And this show is for those of you looking to really go beyond that basic wellness stuff and really create a life that you love. And so that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. We get to the point so that you can walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. So if you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello. Hi, everyone. Me wave. I'll give Instagram a couple seconds. I am so excited for this live. I will admit. I have not been nervous to do a live, maybe since I first started my business, but this I know is, it's a big topic, but I think this is going to help so many that if I can be open and vulnerable with you, that you'll be able to grow and learn. I'm good, Desi, how are you? A little, little nervous, so I'm slow down there talking because this is a big story and I'm gonna tell you honestly the good stuff, the bad stuff, and everything in between. So the one thing I wanna say as a disclaimer before I kind of get into this is that this is meant for you to have inspiration. This is meant for you to see that because it's possible for me, it is possible for you. I am not special. Like I'm good at my job, but I'm not special where it's like, oh, it's possible for Liv, it's not possible for me. I am not special. I just stay in my zone of genius and everybody has a zone of genius. For me, it's like healthy recipes, trauma healing, you know, cautious breeding. For you, it could be knitting sweaters for cats. That's equally good. It could be starting your own granola company. It doesn't matter what it is. What matters is that you just know and you're feeling your heart. I'll kind of tell you my story um, so that you really understand that I am not special and I want you to see this as as an example of I started, and as you can see from the title, from $236. So when I graduated naturopathic school, we'll start, we'll start my story. I did take notes because there's a lot I want to get into. Um, I had to take board exams and all that kind of stuff. So by the time I was like ready to practice and kind of go into things, it was like February, 2020, February, 2020 was a lull, the biggest lull in like AdSense. If we want to talk about YouTube and sponsorships that I'd ever experienced. It had been going down for a while, but if, you're not familiar with kind of content creation, etc. You get like sponsorships in a wind and you get paid and then like you don't. And then like if you get the collaboration, then you don't. So it's kind of like this. It's very inconsistent. And I will say as much as like I have, you know, almost 200,000 followers on YouTube, AdSense is like not that much. Like you have to be like millions and millions of subscribers to actually make a, a living on AdSense. So things have been going down. It was February 2020. I had made $236. And I had left a long-term relationship, which I'm grateful that that person supported me up until then and you know helped me through school. But I was on my own for the first time. And I had some savings, but I made $236. And I was like, well, what the hell am I gonna do? Like that's, you can't survive on that. So I was hustling, I was grinding. And what I really didn't understand was that, well, how am I making so little? Like I'm grinding 16 hours a day for the last four years, like why the collaborations are coming through, why is it not coming through? And so damn frustrated. I remember crying like pretty much every day. Like I don't understand. I love what I do. I love helping people. I love sharing my tips, my recipes. I feel so inspired. Why the hell isn't it working? So if this is you, I have full body chills. Like I understand you. I get that. I've been there. So the number one thing I needed 
I realized is that I don't know what I don't know. And I was like, I've been trying to Google how to grow, do this, what's the algorithm, like how many hashtags do you, like all that kind of stuff. I, I was tired of Googling. I was tired, I was burnt out. I had been working like 16 hour days. I did not have a social life. I was, it was hard. And what I number one realized is that I didn't know what I didn't know. So I needed to figure out from someone who was doing it or someone who had the business growth that I had. So the number one thing I did um, in March of 2020 is I invested myself for the first time. I hired a mentor. Within hiring a mentor and doing what she told me to do within three days, I had secured you know, over five grand in collaborations and sponsorships with brands, which helped pay for her and cover rent for myself. <laughs> um, and everything from then started to kick in place because I started working with the energetics of my business. So it had nothing to do with working more. In fact, it's working less. It had nothing to do with you know, putting more hours into it. It was the fact that I was stuck in such a scarcity lack mindset. And feel free to ask questions. I'm going to get to the questions at the end. I was stuck in such a scarcity lack mindset of like, it's never enough. I never have enough. I constantly have to work more. Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? And like clear, cancel, delete everything I just said. But all those thoughts I was thinking and saying all the time kept me in that wheel. And I didn't realize that how powerful my thoughts were, how the energy behind what I was doing was I was doing it for a, you know, maybe this will get me more likes. Maybe this will get me, you know, more branding. Maybe this, maybe this. It was coming from all external. It was coming from all of that lack scarcity of like, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. And if all your actions are charged with the, I don't have enough, it doesn't matter how much you are in love with your business. Cause I've always been in love with what I do. I've always been in love with helping you live healthier and be, you know, your best selves and, you know, feeling good in your body and not be bloated. That was always true. But the scarcity behind it changed the energy of what my actions were actually eliciting my business. So from 236, we jumped to what, maybe five, six, between five and seven, I don't remember the next month, um, was a big jump. And then I decided that I was going to, I have notes, I'm looking down, I want to make sure I don't miss anything. Oh, right. So I started working the energetics and I started reprogramming my mind to an abundance mindset. But not only reprogramming my mind, but my business. So in order to change the results of my business, I had to change the energy behind my actions. So I had to start shifting how I believed my business was going to be. I had to start shifting what I was doing and I stopped giving outside control to things like worrying about the algorithm, worrying about this, worrying about that. Because let me tell you, I personally know many people who make seven figures who have less than 10,000 followers. And there's nothing against it. If you have a more, a believe me, amazing. But just so you know, you don't have to, right? And so when you stop placing your personal power in something external and you claim more of that personal power back and you get out of the scarce mindset, it's going to work wonders even if you already love what you do because the actions are going to change in your business, okay? So the energetics are so powerful. If you are stuck in lack, scarcity, I don't have enough, you will manifest lack, scarcity, I don't have enough. And like I started with the basics. I started with affirmations, with journaling, with you know all of that basic stuff. And then as I grew, and I'll kind of tell you the story, we get into it more and more, okay? So then what really jumped me all the way to 10K months was really overcoming my fear of being seen. <laughs> you guys might, if you're not new to following me, this might come as a surprise because you're like, what? Like Liv is the most like, ooh, person there. If you followed me like three years ago, I was very quiet. And there's nothing wrong with quiet, if that's your MO, but that wasn't truly me. I just had a fear of being seen, right? So that's different. I was like, 
If you want to stop your bloating, have some ginger, which is great. It's a great tip, but that's not authentically live, right? That's not fully in my embodied expression. But now when I come in here, I'm like, yo, if you want something that's really gonna fix your bloating, like make that ginger tea, you know, I, I started showing up as that true authentic version without being scared of the judgment. Now, what you actually have to do in order to heal your fear of being seen is that you actually have to go to the root. So what I had to do is I went to the root of like, okay, why do I have a fear of being seen? Well, I was bullied a lot growing up. I was bullied in you know high school and all that. So I'm gonna get on Instagram. It's really hard to get on Instagram with all the people, all your bullies from high school follow you. And you're gonna be like, Ooh, that's really hard. So I had to get over my fear of being seen. And in order to cut out my fear of being seen, I had to cultivate enough personal power and enough self-worth in myself to 110% back myself. Because you can have, you can be really amazing at your job, but if you don't fully feel that and if you're scared of someone judging you a certain way or thinking what you do is dumb, then you are actually depriving the world of your genius. But it actually requires you to go back to seeing where you learned that it wasn't comfortable to be seen. And like I said, for me, it was a lot of bullying. I was always the, the shy kid. I was always told that, you know, my emotions were a bad thing. Like I'm too sensitive, blah, blah, blah. But like my sensitive is my genius. Because I'm so sensitive, I can feel when people, you know, are feeling things. I can identify with them. I can read your Akashic records and tell you before you know. So I was denying my zone of genius. So if you have a fear of being seen, you're going to be shying from the world the amazing parts of you that the world need. You are going to be shying from the world everything that's actually going to allow you to have abundant success because we're all meant to be abundant. We're all meant to be wealthy, but it's about owning your genius. So I had to do that and that required months and months of work and it's something that I continue to do. Even me right now doing this is overcoming my fear of being seen because money is such a taboo topic. People don't, I mean, now it's getting talked about more and more depending on who you follow, but it's definitely like not a talked about topic. And this is me pushing my edge and, and my fear of being seen of like, Hey guys, like this is what I can do. This is what I can now help you do and generate in your business because I want to show you. Right. But if I don't share this, if I don't share it, then you're not going to know. So if you have something that you're afraid to be seen of, let's say you want to help people through their miscarriages because you've been through miscarriages. But if you're not sharing your story, if you're not, if you fear being seen for it, then you're not gonna be able to help people. So I really had to overcome that. And that was like one of the key things that I first started had to overcome that allowed me to scale, to scale and what kind of I continue to work with. And that's also what I want to say. It is a continuing thing. It is something that you're going to have to continue to work on and do so that you can have more flow in your business. Okay. Um, next thing I want to say. I do something others don't and I go all in and that's the thing when I made those choices I technically didn't logically make sense and you guys know I've talked about we don't play in logic we play in miracles when I invested in myself like I said I made $236 I invested in myself more than my rent was that month but I trusted myself and then the results showed afterwards so oftentimes people wait to take steps in their business and whether that's hiring out, whether that's buying a program, whether that's even just sharing what you want to do. Like, Hey guys, I am really good at gardening and I can garden for you, whatever it is, right? If you're waiting for the perfect opportune time, that's not going to happen because you have to take the action steps first in order for that to happen. So when I say these things, know that I have been there, I get it, but I did it anyways. And so that's what I really want to encourage you to do that. If you're waiting for the opportune time, then you're going to be waiting a very, very long time. Okay. Owning your power is super powerful. So, uh, where are we? That maybe 10, maybe we're now at 20 K months. So this is probably what got me to like 20, 20 K months. 
Then I had to learn to step into my power. I had to allow myself to really own how good I am at my job because I know I'm good at my job. I know the results I get for people, but I had to be willing to be seen for all of that and be willing to go all in on myself and trust that no matter what I did, it was going to work because it has to work. Because if it wasn't a desire in my heart, then it wasn't going to work. And so by allowing myself to fully dive in and be like, okay, this is me. This is what I can do for you. Trusting myself and knowing because like, you know, I know the results I get for my clients. You know, I can stop the bloating, the PMS. I can heal your PCOS, blah, blah, blah. And I trusted that. And I didn't have a fear of being seen anymore, right? Because if we released those wounds and we stepped into our power, then that's what allowed me. Okay, so now we're at 20K. So one of the more harder things that I've had to learn on this business journey is that not everyone will support you. Not everyone will be your cheerleader. There will be people who will judge you. There will be people who will think you can't make it. There will be people who will try to pull you down. And you have to be okay with letting those go. You have to be okay with pushing past that no matter what. Because if you allow other people's beliefs, whether it's your mom, your friends, your partners, what you think is possible for you, that's going to block you. And I will share a little story. I will be completely honest. So I was at like 20, mm, high 20 came up. And I knew I was in a relationship dynamic that did not serve me. Uh, there was red flags, but you know, live and learn. And this person had constantly told me, well, what if it's not meant for you? What if you're not meant to do that? And I was like, well, that should have like been a clear sign to me. But if that person is surrounding your energy so much, then those start to creep into your head. So in order to have my next jump, when that person left my life and that energy left my life, I jumped from 20 to 40. And I was like, holy shit, universe. <laughs> Couldn't be a clearer sign than that. Skip 30, went from 20 to 40 because I knew that wasn't an alignment. So another thing I wanna add into this is that your business is not only a reflection of your alignment in your business, it's a reflection of the alignment in your friendships, in your romantic relationships, in your home life where you live, uh, everything. So if you're only thinking about your business in terms of what is in your business, you're gonna miss a lot. So, you know, as much as that month was a tough month, I also got a very validating sign from the universe of, hey, you are on the right track. Like, but you have to take that leap of faith because I didn't know it was gonna happen, right? But I had the leap of faith of removing this energy from my life and then this happens and the universe shows me and supports me, right? And so then like it keeps building, keep building. And when I say like, there are some people for sure that will stick by you. I have had some people in my life who are like ride or dies, support me no matter what. But I've also had, and that was the first person. And after that, the next February, that was in, that was in October. I had just gotten back from France um, and I was quarantined. And um, yeah, it was a really shitty quarantine for that because of what happened. But let's move on. So fast forward from October to um, February. So I was at consistent 40K ones now. And then in February, someone who I thought was one of my best friends the last couple of years, literally sent me a text message and was like, I don't know how to be your friend anymore. You're like, everything you're doing is making me too uncomfortable. Cause she knew like all my success and everything's making me too uncomfortable. And I was like, wow, okay, it's happening again. And I had to be okay with it. I could have made myself smaller. I could have, you know, stopped talking on my Instagram. I could have made everything I do smaller. 
but then I would have deprived the world of my magic and I wouldn't have grown if I had listened to me making other people uncomfortable, for me not shining my light, right? And so many people get caught up in not shining their light because of how it makes other people feel. And the truth is that you will trigger some people, you will make some people uncomfortable, but you will also light the sky from other people and you will change the lives of other people that you are meant to who are open and willing to see your light and absorb it. And you have to be okay with that. So that was like one friend in February. About six weeks later, another friend. Drop. About another month later, another friend. So it's, I'm thinking about their names without saying them. One, two, three. Yeah. Drop another one. So at this point, four people who I thought had my back no matter what, dropped. And what I want you to know is that like, this is the decision I made that allowed me to get here is that it's okay anyway. These are not people who are meant for you. You will find better people. So if you're scared, ooh, if you're scared that you're not gonna, you're gonna lose all the people, you might, you might lose some people. If you're really lucky, maybe you have a, like an amazing group of surrounding people who won't be triggered by your success and that's fine and they'll rise with you. And some will and some won't. You have to be okay with that and you have to shine your light anyways and you have to trust in what you are doing and your mission and your heart even deeper. Okay? So. The next thing I will say is that by changing the energetics of your business, when you start to focus on your mission in your heart and what you are trying to do, everything else will speak for yourself when you are trying to do it your way and you stay in your zone of genius. And this is what I mean of like, sometimes people get caught up in comparing, Oh, I should do this because so-and-so is doing this, or maybe they're doing a, I don't know, a gut health reset. And so, you know, you think you should, because they are like, no, stay in your zone of genius, listen to your heart and put your blinders on. The only reason I'm here is because I put my blinders on and I have my zone of genius. Right. And there was a time where I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to share about Akashic readings and the fact that I'm psychic and I can tell you, you know, your block came from when you were seven years old and you're wearing a pink polka dotted dress on your staircase that people probably thought I was insane. But if I had dimmed my light and not done this, well, I would not help, you know, the hundreds and hundreds of people that I would have helped in my readings. You know, I wouldn't have owned this. I wouldn't. Do you guys see how all of these things are kind of compounding in layers and how, well, A, it comes back to personal power. It comes back to shining your light and it comes back to the energetics and the desire behind your business and not coming from want or scarcity and lack. Okay. So where are we? We're at like consistent 45-ish K months probably by now where I'm trying to figure my timeline. But da da. Yeah. Okay. And then... Just popping on here for a moment because I am on a mission. A mission to help more women with callings inside them create massive impact and wealth through ease and flow, which naturally happens when you are aligned. So enter the Aligned Elite Mastermind. I make money and I want to help you make money, generate a lot in your business in a soul aligned way that is nourishing to you with ease and flow. And in order to get you aligned, I help you clear the blocks and work with the energetics behind your business, stepping into your power and letting you be seen for the magnetic woman that you are. I want to help you be the most powerful aligned version so that you can not only help others, but you are also living the life you are meant and desire to. If you are ready to align your business to consistent 10 to 50k months while feeling lit the fuck up in what you do and how you change lives, then this is for you. You get to have it all. A business with impact and wealth, a legacy. There are also a couple of VIP spots available for those of you who want a little bit more one-on-one -on -one support. DM me any questions or check out the link below. And now let's get back to the episode. 
throughout this thing, I also want to add in that hustle and grinding is not going to work. I know because I was working 16 hour days, 14, 16 hour days, four years trying to make money. When I started leaning into my feminine energy more, I started working less and I started making more. And especially as a projector, I don't know if you guys are into human design, but if you are, I'm, I'm a projector. So we're even like hypothesized supposed to work less. Technically, we just get more done in a short period of time, but whatever. I was wondering, it's like, why is it working? And I had to unlearn all of the programming that told me work hard to make a lot of money from my parents, from generations, from society. Everything is like hustle, 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 grind, 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 burn yourself out. And then maybe one day you'll make it. Like, what a toxic thing. Like, no. Like, yes, you have to take a line to action. You have to work. Don't get me wrong. I work. But you do not have to burn yourself out to the point where, like, your adrenals are fried trying to create the business of your dreams. Like, in what world, in my world, that doesn't work like that. So in what world do you believe that it has to be? It doesn't have to be like that. You can work less. You can create an aligned business with ease and flow if you decide. But what I had to do is I had to create the safe feminine flow for my masculine structure. But if masculine is all that feels safe for you, if grinding and hustling is all that feels safe to you, well, then how are you going to create from flow and ease? So what I had to do is I had to heal all of the masculine wounding. I had to get into my feminine, which sometimes for you guys looks like me centrally dancing on my Instagram, but it also looks like slowing down. It looks like stillness. It looks like a lot of crying. It looks like a lot of seeing the parts of me that I didn't want to be seen, right? Because when we're hustling and we're grinding, we're covering up something. There's a lot of people I know who, you know, can't be alone or can't sit in stillness. If you can't sit in silence, this is a sign to you that you're kind of stuck in your masculine, right? Because all that stuff that comes up when you're silent, <laughs> you know, that's the stuff you actually have to heal. So when you slow down your feminine, you actually deal with all of those things that are blocking you or that you perceive are blocking you. So what would it look like for you to slow down? What would it look like for you to allow more flow into your and work less and grind less and hustle less because hustling and grinding comes from the thing that oh if I work more then I'll get this but there's no tit for tat that's not how the universe works that's not how the laws of the universe works it's not like okay if you know it's not sitting there like a calculator the universe is not like okay if Liv works 16.5 hours a day for five days a week then she will generate this amount of money like no that that's not how it works because it's energetics it's not a simple tip for tax. So once you start to manipulate and play with the energetics of your business, you're able to do a lot more in less amount of time with more ease and flow and not burning out. And I really thought I had to burn out to succeed because that's what I was programmed to believe. But once I started reprogramming it, I was like, oh, I can work and not burn myself out to the point where I'm sick and still make money. Okay. So then, um, what was it? By June, July, I was like, yeah, it was a year and a half until I hit 60K months. So between February, 2020, fast forward, what is six, six, 18 months, I hit 60K months. And it is really from everything I just said to you. And now we're, we're over 70K months. It's really from everything I said to you of owning your power, shining your light, going all in and making scary moves beyond what is logically impossible, whether that's investing yourself, whether that's showing up on Instagram, like sharing something you're scared to share, whether that is whatever it's being okay with losing people in your life. If that means something, Oh, I'll also add in. I forgot. So after the first friend in February, then there's the two other ones. Then there was a bunch more, um, 
dynamics I had to step away from this year that got me to now over 70k so just so you know there can be the same lesson kind of from one to the next so like that first February when that first friend like left I had to learn that lesson and that lesson with like losing people and like letting them go if they're not going to support me you know you do it again and then I had to do it again this year so just know that as you grow, you might have to do it again and again, and you have to choose to be the embodiment. So when you guys hear me talk about choosing to be the embodiment, that's choosing to be the embodiment. Is you have to be okay with like mission forward. If it does not serve you, you let it go. If the people in your life don't serve you, you let it go. If the house is not in alignment, you let it go. If the business is not in alignment, you let it go. And you have to focus on your vision. You have to come at it with an abundance mindset, and you have to be unapologetically not afraid to be seen for your genius and who you are fully like 110 percent back yourself because if you do not back yourself how do you expect other people to back you and this can be for whatever you do whether you garden knit sweaters for cats do content creation you're a naturopath you're a healer you're a reiki person i don't care what you do or what you are you have to back yourself 110 percent unapologetically and be okay that other people may not see it but you're going to trust yourself and you're going to trust the vision and you're going to stay connected to your heart and what you do for people. Because like I said, if I had let that first friend tell me that me grinding on my Instagram made her uncomfortable and me teaching other women how to love herself made her uncomfortable, I never would have helped everyone that I've helped and God to love themselves and be more connected to their bodies and have amazing sex. And that would be really sad. Right? So you have to stay connected to that. Okay. Um... Yeah, I covered the hustle and grind. I shared the blocks, um, the fears I overcame, opening your power, losing people along the way. I'm just going over my notes, making sure. Okay, so let me get into the questions now. Um, okay. How do you stay passionate? How do you enjoy working instead of chilling in life? Because I love what I do. If you do not love what you do, you're probably gonna have that. And I also have a really healthy balance this is what i mean by if you don't love what you do a that's going to be a problem but b you're allowed to chill in life like you don't have to work 80 hours a week like i work 20 to 25 hours a week you don't have to necessarily like it's not either or why do you think you cannot chill in life depending on your human design you actually might need to chill more in life and honestly when i owned my projectorness this was another thing that allowed me to get to here so many people I was surrounding myself by, and like, I love them. They're generators. I love them. I am not a generator in human design. I cannot pump out like they pump out. I just don't have that kind of energy. So when I honor that, hey, that is not the way I'm built. And that's okay. I have to take naps. I have to rest more. That doesn't make me less worthy. That doesn't make me lazy. That doesn't make me anything. That's just my human design. And when I honor that and I stopped trying to hustle and grind like a generator, I started to feel better in my business. And what happens if I feel better in my business? I am actually better able to better show up for my clients. So that is what I will say to that question. Okay. Um, what's the next one? Keep, how do you keep manifesting for your business from becoming just another to-do list item? Um, because manifesting is very different. When you manifest, you give it over to the universe. If your to-do list is really long, that's a sign to me that you're in your masculine um, in your business and especially if you're like hustling and grinding and that shows me you need to bring in more feminine energy we can do that in the aligned elite mastermind um but manifesting you give it up to the universe like i don't worry like for example all i do is i share from my heart i own my genius i put all 
of that out into the world and I trust that the right people are going to find me. I trust that the women who come into my world are ready to heal and do as I trust. It comes down to trust. You show up, you shine your light fully authentically, no holding back, you go all in, that's investing in yourself, that's showing up, you do all that and the universe will bring it to you, those people. But you have to give that up to the universe. And even when you think it's not working, you have to keep going. That's another thing. If I had stopped when I thought it wasn't working, I would not be here. If I had stopped and was like, oh, like no one signed up for this, or maybe I only have a couple people in, you know, when I first launched my first well nourished, what, two years ago? I don't think I was terrified, but I held the power. And this is why personal power is so important and why I'm focusing on it on the Aligned Elite Mastermind. Because if you don't have the power, you can have the best program, the best product in the world that, I don't know, makes you poop magic pixie dust, but no one's going to know about it if you're not in your power, right? So you have to have enough personal power to trust in what you're doing, let the universe support you otherwise. But if you have been in your masculine all your life and the feminine doesn't feel safe, that's going to be very hard to do. Congrats. Oh, thank you. What do your monthly expenses and team look like? Ooh, that's another thing that allowed me to scale. Okay. I'm glad because I'm thinking now of things I didn't know. So I hired Kelsey, who is my OBM. My God, this woman is like divinely, thank the Lord for Kelsey, saved my life. And when I mean saved my life, I mean, I honestly saved my life and my business because there's so many things that are not my zone of genius that I couldn't do because like at one point you're going to run out the amount that you can do in your business and the amount that you can make, right? Not that it's all about money, but we're, we're talking about that now in order to scale, you need to be able to hand stuff over. But I hired Kelsey before I was ready. I hired Kelsey when it was pushing my edge. And now I cannot imagine my life without her because if you're one of my clients, you know that I don't know the techie stuff. I don't know how to do all this and the stripe, blah, blah, blah. I have her for that because that's not my zone of genius. And so Number one, I hired Kelsey who basically does all the stuff that's not in my zone of genius. Um, so she's part of my monthly expenses. I have a CFO um, and an accounting team that runs like the finances and all that. Um, they're a part of it and that's it. I only have those two people. And then I have monthly expenses like Kajabi, um, Acuity, kind of all those programs like Canva because I played the premium one for the bonus features and stuff like that. So I probably have about five, oh, I also have a podcast editor, highlight, I have a podcast editor, I now have a video editor, so I probably have um, five figures in expenses a month, like low five figures in expenses-ish, I should probably count that, not know, but I do have a team, and I would say like, you have to, if you're waiting till you have it to hire a team, hire a team, before, I would say three months before you know you need a team, hire a team. And I don't know if Kelsey's available, but like, <laughs> I think she's full, but I'll ask her. Um, but she's like, all right, I've referred so many of my friends to her. Is there anything I can do from a student point of view? Yes, you can work on your money mindset. And you can decide how you want it to be done. Because you guys know, if you don't know, if you don't know, I went to naturopathic school. I do things very differently than other naturopaths do. And that's not bad or good. I just want things different. I didn't want to be sitting in a clinic from nine to five seeing 
patients only one-on-one. I want to have group stuff. I want to have live like this and a podcast and ways to help you guys in other ways and reach you all across the world, right? Neither is bad or good. It's just what works for you, right? So as a student, start thinking about now what you want your business to look like and start working on your mindset around your business. Also figure out your human design and start working with that. So there's lots that you can do as a student, but figuring out what you want it to look like and start aligning your life to that now is going to be major. And it doesn't have to look like how other people it looks like, okay? It does not. Um, did you remove your blocks before or after you built your offerings? During, kind of during, it's an ongoing thing. I would say during, but the more you can do it now, the better. But you will also discover blocks as offerings come up. Like for example, when I knew I was hella good at reading Akashic Records and I was like, okay, this is gonna be a new offering. My block is a new level of fear of being seen because I'm gonna be that girl who's like psychic as hell, you know, saying all this stuff. But I'm a naturopath who's very based in science and is telling you about your omega threes and your like leaky gut and your tight junctions. But that was a block, like as the offer came up, I was like, ooh, I have to work through this. Okay, push the envelope anyway, trust. Trust, trust in where I'm being led, trust in my power, trust in my genius, right? And now like, I own the fact that I can see all this stuff, right? So do you see how like, you will discover blocks kind of as your offerings come up. Did your Insta following grow at the same time or was that before or after? No, no, my Insta following was vaguely what it is now, maybe within 10,000 of what it is now. And I was still in the lack scarcity mindset, not making much. So like I haven't, between the $236 in February 2020 and my over 70K now, I haven't, there hasn't been a massive growth in my Instagram. So don't let your numbers, like I said, I know people who have less than 10,000 followers who are multimillionaires. So, um, how do you keep from getting overwhelmed or scattered since you offer so much? Ooh, great question. I create enough masculine structure that allows my feminine to flow. And as I've grown, this has required more masculine structure. So the more you grow, you'll need more structure. So as I've had more offerings, I've needed more structure to allow my feminine to flow. And that's also where my lovely team, Kelsey, comes in. So if you're getting overwhelmed, I really love Asana or um, ClickUp. Either of those, you can kind of brain dump and kind of create some masculine structure. Um, but also know that if you're scattered, I would look at A, where are you going out of your zone of genius? And B, where are you deciding to offer things that are not in alignment based on shoulds? Strategies used to create the channels for money, class flowing. Ooh, that's a great question. And it leads me actually to a point that I almost forgot. The growth I've had is like 15, maybe 20% strategy. The rest of it is like, I would say a solid 80% energy. It is in energetics, it is in mindset. Because you can have the fanciest, I'm gonna send this, I don't, you'll, if you ask my OBM Kelsey, uh, my funnels, I don't even know, I don't think I, my funnels, like we don't do, fun, funnels are very overwhelming to me. Funnels I know work for a lot of people, and there are people who make like multi six figures on funnels, that to me is overwhelming. Um, you can have the perfect strategy, but if the energetics behind your strategy is from lack, like I'm gonna create this funnel so I can get people enrolled, so I can do this, you can have the perfect strategy in the world, but if the energy behind what you do is not solid, it ain't gonna matter. You can have the perfect email sequence, you can have the perfect email, but if you're writing that email from scarcity, of like, I don't have enough money, let me write the perfectly worded email to get people to wanna blah, blah, blah. No, that's not gonna work. Let me tell you, because I did that, you know, pre-February 2020, I was doing that for years. Didn't do shit, okay? So, the strategies I use now, oh, this is gonna be an annoying answer and I'm really sorry, I trust my intuition. 
the, my strategy is my energy. That's it. And like some people can tell you differently. Maybe like, like I said, maybe if I had a little bit more strategy, but like you don't need a ton of strategy. You don't necessarily even need ads. I don't use ads. I don't use everything I've done has been organic and not something against ads. Like I know ads work for lots of people, and if, but like to me, that's overwhelming. I would rather just share my energy and that be it. So in terms of strategy, your strategy should be like, how can I get more into alignment? How can I focus the energetics of my business? What are the energetics of my business and my offerings now? Where am I operating in scarce and lack any mindset? And where do I need to fix that? How did you decide you wanted to offer courses as well instead of just coaching reading? Because that's what felt good to me. I love being able to help like many women at a time instead of one. And they're both different, right? Like neither is good or bad. Choose what works for you. But don't do something because you see someone else doing it. I did it because I'm like, wow, I am really knowledgeable. I can help, you know, 20 women at a time in a program. They're going to get so much value and their lives are going to change because I'm on a mission to change as many women as I can, as many lives as I can. Like I said, it's all about feeling delicious in your health, body, relationships, and bank account. This is what we're on a mission for, right? So for me, it feels good to help lots of people at one time, but there's not good or bad. You can do one-on-one if you want. You could do a self-paced. You could do you know, so pre-recorded things. I love live. I love talking to people live. So like, that's where like, I really come to life, but decide by tuning into your heart. Was it instant or did your monthly profit slowly climb? Um, so I went from, two, I'll do a recap, $236 to 7k to 10k to 20k. And this was like February, 2020. I was at 40, 40K by October. And then within a year and a half at 60K. So I blew past 30 and I kind of jumped. For me, I tend to quantum leap versus have steady, like do, 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 do. Um, nothing wrong with either or. I just noticed that it's like I cut things or people or I come into alignment and then I jump. I be the moderate and then I jump. Um, and that's why, like, you hear people talk about quantum leaping, is that it can increase steadily, but it also doesn't have to. You can jump from one thing to the next. It kind of, I'm going to say you jump when you allow yourself to be the embodiment. You jump when you get really, really uncomfortable. You think it was comfortable for me to lose like five people that were like my closest friends? No, it was lots of tears. It was really hard to set boundaries with people that were talking behind my back and didn't support me and blah, blah, blah. That was hard, but I did it anyway, right? So you are in control of how much you, you quantum leap. How do you maintain that consistently? So I would say, like I do have a consistent energetic minimum just based on like, you know, I always have certain one-on-one spots that are filled and they kind of roll over. But there is like, it's not the same exact to the the same dollar every single month. Um, There is a fluctuation like a little bit, but then I kind of leap and then that's my energetic minimum and then I leap and then that's my energetic minimum. Because once you achieve one thing and it becomes your energetic minimum, your money blueprint, you're able to hold that, right? You're able to have that consistently. Um, and if you feel like you can't, it's more of people then have fears and blocks around money isn't safe. It's not safe to hold money. Um, money comes and money goes. And normally this is actually from childhood. So that's something you need to work on. Um, but in my experience, I once I hit a minimum, it's that consistently. And then you grow, 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 grow. Um, how... Do you discover your power? I work a nine to five job that I've done for so long and I'm not sure what my, 
what my where is it, the rest of this question what my independent power is what are I, or where to start what do you love to do making health matter what do you love to do that's your power and if you were to be unapologetic and do your pure heart's desire starting tomorrow what would you do and that can be knit sweaters for cats that can be flipping pancakes that can be making granola that could be gardening that could be reiki that could be whatever you want but if that were and you weren't to filter in by shoulds judgments or whatever people call like we are so privileged to live in a world in 2022 where there are 18 year olds making millions on tiktok by going whoop not even giving any value giving any like fun education just going like this like that's mind-blowing right so you can do anything so I would cut out the noise you discover your power by cutting out the noise not what mom dad partner believes in you if you could do anything for the rest of your life that lights you up in your heart what would that be go do that unapologetically and have trust how did you start to get brand deals um, they reached out to me um, and then I started emailing PR companies, but this is pre February, 2020. Now I don't focus as much on that. Um, I focus on like my personal business and any kind of sponsorships are usually people that reach out to me and they're a bonus, but for you realness with rage, I would say focus on creating content that lights you up and make sure you're not creating it from a scarcity mindset. I feel really lost and can't seem to find a way to stay consistent. I feel, I don't know what I'm good at. Um, so if you cannot stay consistent, it means that A, you are giving your power away. B, there's not enough masculine structure to allow your feminine to flow. And C, because I said A, B, and C, you don't feel safe. So there's something in you that doesn't feel fully safe. You do know what you're good at. Whenever someone says, I don't know I'm good at, I'm like, yes, you do. But someone somewhere along the way told you that it was wrong. Someone somewhere along the way told you it was bad or you couldn't make money like that, which is not true. You do know what you're good at. Filter out the noise. Okay, guys, any more questions when it comes to this stuff? Yes, uncomfortableness is expansion. Literally, it is about you have to get uncomfortable. You have to make moves you have to trust. Otherwise, I would not be where I am. Okay, guys, any more questions on... I will say this live. I also put it on the podcast. So... This is, if you are wanting to scale your business, this is what I'm going to be doing in the Aligned Elite Mastermind. Stepping into your power, letting go of the hustle and grinding, creating more ease and flow, generating more money in your business, not being afraid to shine your light. Because like I said, you can have the most amazing product, but if you're not stepping into your power, shining your light, living authentically, and having a mindset like a scarcity and not abundance, it doesn't matter. You're not going to scale. So that's what we're going to be focusing on in that mastermind. You can, I think I linked it in my stories. Cause I really want to help you because I really wish, like I said, when I did this for myself, it changed my, my life. It changed my world. Being able to have a mentor to help me and support me because I was grinding for 16 hours a day making peanuts and now I don't. And I want to help you do the same. Whatever your zone of genius is, we can do that. We can help your bank accounts feel delicious. Your job feel delicious. We can help whatever it is so that you don't have to have a job you hate. Okay. What? Um, I'll stay on for another like 10 minutes. What do you do when you feel you're in scarcity mindset, but you need to take action and launch? So I would not launch until you're out of it because it doesn't matter what you do. People subconsciously feel your energy behind it. 
So I would look at, um, and if you need help with this, definitely get into the mastermind, but I would look at what fears, like the scarcity mindset, where is that coming from? Whose projections are they? Are they coming from past things that have happened? Is it because you're not confident in what you're offering? Like, where is that coming from? And then peeling back the layers on where it's coming from so that you can launch 110%. Okay guys, any more questions? Hmm. Anything else you have about growing, scaling your business or questions about the Aligned Elite Mastermind? We're starting at the end of May, the, 30, the 31st. Um, so if you feel like you wanna create a business in flow, you want to create a business in ease, you want to make 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, K plus months, um, then that is who the, the mastermind is for. Because I really wish I knew all that stuff sooner. Okay, guys, if there are no more, no, no more questions, I will save this live. I'm also going to throw it up on the podcast next week because we have a couple podcasts that are already recorded for this week. Um, the mastermind is open. If you have any questions, let me know. But yeah, if you take anything away from this, know that if it is possible for me, it is possible for you. I am not special. Yes, I am really good at my job, but you are also very good at whatever your genius is. Um, and so if you want to own that, if you want to create a life you love, then let me know. And other than that, I will see you guys later.